Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now Between the Mats. It's another great day here at the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. I'm Matt McJunkins. Right across from me is the Matty Stats Wilcox. How you doing, Matt? Good, Junk. How are you? Man, I'm doing good. I'm doing great. It's uh third week here, I guess, in January. Uh, Beautiful day outside. Oh, Man. it is. It is. It's been so cold. It has. Uh, but today, the sun's shining. It makes it warm up in a hurry. It would been a good day to be on a golf course today. It would have been a good day on the golf course. Unfortunately, we were not on the golf course today. <laughs> no, we were not. <laughs> uh, Martin Luther King Day. A lot of people are celebrating. A lot of people out of school. My kids yep. are at school. I'm sure, obviously, yours are too because they go to the same school. Banks closed. Banks closed. Yeah. yeah. So, um Got a lot of good stuff for uh, high school basketball this week. Finally kind of getting our arms around it. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of conference stuff going on right now, so we're kind of finally seeing how good teams really are, Yeah, how they match up with one another, uh, and really kind of solidifying some of these top spots. No doubt, no doubt. And, that, and, you know, we've been in conference play now for going on three weeks, I guess. And so, like you said, now that they're starting to play each other, we've got a better gauge of, right. of how good people are. That's absolutely right. Absolutely right. And we're going to see that uh, as we go through some of this uh, here in a little bit, uh, how some of these teams have really moved forward right? Uh, and really raised themselves up into a, a high position. Uh, oh, bad news, though, on the front. <laughs> bad news on the home front, yeah, man. Well, unfortunately, we have to start here because we do every week, and it's uh, – Man, it's a lot more fun to talk about the Hogs when they're playing well, but yeah. unfortunately that's not the case. No, <laughs> it's not. And and we were so excited about the season. And, and obviously, you know, neither one of us have given up on it. No. But, man, a rough week. Very rough week. You know, and we talked about it before the season started as to, you know, how good this team is. Like, who who are who is this team? And we really didn't know because, you know, we were 9-0, and started yeah. out great, but we really didn't play anybody, really didn't get no. tested. And we knew starting conference play, that was going to change. And, uh, man, we're on we're on the skids right now, brother. Oh, yeah, and you look at teams like Georgia and, and you know, coming into the season or, or halfway through, I guess, the preseason or the regular season non-conference. Arkansas, you know, we're rolling 6-0, 7-0. And you look over, hey, Georgia's got a good team too, man. They're like 6-0. Right. They're not very good. No. And, uh, you know, you could look at us right now and say we're not very good either. Uh, But uh, I think we're better than what we've shown last week. I think so too. And and I I haven't given up on Muss at all. I'm I'm still a big fan. And I think he'll get it turned around. You know, this team, even though, you know, we we do have some experience on this team, but they just haven't played together very much. No, and they're young, you know. They're because they're young, yeah. obviously, uh, but also because they're young, they do some some young things. They do some they do. freshman mistakes. Played on the road too. Yeah, yeah, and you know we've lost. I guess we've lost four of our last five. Which yeah. I mean, hopefully we'll get it turned back around this week. Uh, we got two winnable ball games. Auburn, yeah. Auburn is a very good team, and they got a really talented freshman playing this time that didn't play the first time. Right. So they'll be better. But we are at home. We're at Bud Walton. We always. Well, I say always. Typically, yeah. we play well at home. Right. But uh, just to start, you know, going into the games last week, we had LSU on the road Wednesday and took it on the chin. They beat us 92-76. Uh, Watford and Days, Days, both of them had double di- double double doubles on the night for the Tigers. Uh, both of them played very well. Yeah. 
But anything about that game, if you take a, out a stretch there, we're in we're in the game, right? You know, especially the second half, we were. We, I think we won the second yeah, half. I agree. It's just the first half there. There was a stretch there where we we couldn't make a shot. No, and that that's that's kind of been our Achilles' heel so far this year. It has is our shooting. It's just not very good. And then you know we go Saturday. We go to Alabama, which to me, early on in the conference schedule, they look like the best team in the SEC. I think so too. And they're playing well. And that's a, and that's another thing to consider. You look, we we got beat by a Tennessee team by seven at their place, right? A number ten Tennessee team, so or no, they're seven. I think seven, seven, yeah. And then a a ranked Missouri team beat us at home, but a game we were in, right? Uh, So and now Alabama's ranked. Are they ranked now? They ranked this today. They got. I think they're twenty third now. Well, see, and with what I was going with that was what you were saying. I I think that they're better than that. Yeah. I mean, they had a couple of losses that that were not good, like a Western Kentucky, uh, and then like a Clemson maybe, but. Of course, Clemson's been ranked, mm-hmm. uh, but I think the team that's playing right now, I, I, I agree. I, I think that they're potentially better than uh, than uh, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, I do too. So two two bad losses, man. The thing about that Saturday ball game is, <laughs> you look at it, we scored nineteen points in the first half. Yeah, that's that's bad. That's real bad. I mean, for a SEC Division One men's basketball team to only yeah. score nineteen points, that's that's pretty rough. It's bad. We we just keep giving the ball away, yeah, and, and then also like we said, we couldn't hit a shot. Poor shooting, bad. Yeah, so hopefully we'll get it turned around this week. Uh, Wednesday we go. Uh, actually, Auburn comes to Arkansas. So Auburn eight and six on the season, two and four in conference. Arkansas is ten and four on the season, two and four in conference as well. Arkansas averaging eighty five points a game on offense, giving up seventy points a game defensively. And then that field goal percentage just keeps going the wrong direction. We're shooting forty four point four percent on the year. That, and you know, when we first started out this year, it was kind of like, man, these guys can shoot. Right. We were kind of hanging our hat on on our percentages. Yeah. Moody continues to lead the way for us, man. Kid's going to be special. Um, whether or not he's ready to make that step to the NBA, I don't think so personally. I th- I think he's got a lot of maturing and a lot of development still to do but the the talent's there there's no doubt kids next level talent for sure i agree 100 percent with you I, I don't think he's ready right uh but i mean he's good enough that, <laughs> that somebody's gonna give him some money oh yeah and it's all based on potential these yeah, days that's right and so he's averaging 17.6 a game and, and six rebounds uh no taste averaging 15 points a game and three rebounds you know no take the thing about him that that i like is that he he can score the basketball. The thing I don't like is his shot selection is awful. Terrible. And he turns the ball over. And he turns the ball over. He does. He's fearless. Yeah. But he doesn't make good decisions. Almost reckless. He is reckless. Yeah. And and as as good of a I, – I think that Tate – is it Jalen Tate? Mm-hmm. I think he is one of the better players on our team. Yeah. But he just turns the ball. He had six turnovers Saturday. And that's not something that's odd. That's a kind of reoccurring for sure. Him. Moody doesn't turn the ball over. No. He takes care of the basketball. Right. We did get Justin Smith back. And, yep. you know, although he probably wasn't 100%, it was nice wow. to see him back on the court. I think he'll help us down the stretch. And so, uh, we go, you know, the only thing really different about Auburn in this game than the first time we played them is they get their freshman uh, guard, Sharif Cooper. He's a six-one freshman, averaging 21.7 a game and four rebounds kick and play. He can hoop. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, one thing, I, you know, I, I don't think that um, – I think we've seen that Vanover cannot 
compete with these SEC players. He's going to have to put on some weight. Yeah. Get stronger for sure. I mean, he's a defensively, he's a liability. And that's, that's yeah. sad to say at 7'3, yeah. but he is. He and, 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 and out, other than outside shot, yeah. he's not, he's not an asset under the goal. No. I mean, he, he's got some ability on the pick and roll. Yeah. You know, yeah. He, he does. But and he can't take it to the goal. No, he takes it so, I mean, he's just soft. He's soft. Yeah. You know who I think that we've got to, uh, get in the game now and I think we saw him a little bit this weekend I think we got to get Ethan Henderson in the game I agree I mean he's gonna have to step up because we're gonna have to have some size and some presence down low and obviously we're not gonna get it from Vanover no we're not Jalen Williams has not been bad no I think he's improving he is and he's young I would like to see Smith and Henderson together out there to see how that works right I agree. All right, so uh, then Saturday we go um, go to Vanderbilt. The Commodores are struggling a little bit this year. They're four and six on the season, zero and four in conference. Uh, Scotty Pippen Jr. is their playmaker, a six one sophomore, averaging twenty one point two points a game. Vanderbilt as a team is averaging seventy two points a game on offense and giving up basically seventy two on defense and shooting the ball a little bit worse than us. They're shooting at forty three percent on the season. So. You know, junk. Looking at that ball game, really both of these ball games, you know, got Auburn at home and then going to Vanderbilt. We really need to get both of these. Yeah, we we need both of them, like you said, uh, especially after winning that first Auburn game on the road. Right. We got them at home. We need to win that game, and then it doesn't matter if we play Vanderbilt on the moon. We need to win that game. <laughs> I, I mean, they're just in a in a bad spot. They are. I mean, they're trying to pull out of it. Yeah. And uh, can you believe Scotty Pippen Jr. is not playing at UCA? I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Kid's a baller. He is. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's good. All right, well, let's jump on into uh, high school basketball. You ready to talk about a little high school ball here yes, in Arkansas? Sir. Yes, sir. Let me tell you, there's some pretty impressive teams uh, playing basketball this year, and I've had a lot of fun watching uh, some of the teams that we've seen. Uh, there's some impressive girls teams. Oh, yeah. No doubt. <laughs> there's some girls teams that really, uh, really can play basketball. Uh, and then, you know, we'll talk about them here in a little bit more. But, man, that Northside team's so good. They are. They're, and they're special. Um, so, you want to start with the boys, 6A? Uh, sure. Let's okay. All right. I'll take on 6A, and then you can jump on 5A. How about that? That worked. Okay. So, last week, we had Fayette, or, yeah, Fayetteville at number one, Bentonville at two, Central three, North Little Rock four, and Bryant five. Uh, Fayetteville loses uh, by 13 to Bentonville. Right. Uh, Central pulled out a big win over Bryant, uh, which we've got a gamer that we'll talk about when we get to our individual notes here in a little bit, a kid that was impressive in that game. Uh, and then uh, there were uh, – I don't think North Little Rock played. Okay. Uh, so – I move, uh, or, or, or you know, I, I, we put Bentonville at number one. Right. I, you know, it's it's hard because you, you kind of wonder if that Central shouldn't be up there because we hadn't seen them play with the West much. Right. Uh, but man, Bentonville's good. You know, they're ten and one. Uh, they that was a, a thirteen point win. It's an impressive. You win. know, over the you know who was number one Fayetteville. So I put you know Bentonville at number one. Uh, Central at two. Okay. Move them on up. Uh, Bryant, move them up to three because they're six and one. Right. They've got a kid that can play. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they Central beat them by three. Right. Yeah. Um, Fayetteville moved – I, I put them at four. 
just because they're still twelve and three and they're and they're in the lead or, or right behind Bentonville in the West. And then uh, North Little Rock there at five. Okay. And then big shout-out to Coach Johnny Rice over at North Little Rock. I think it was last week he got his 200, 200th victory yeah. as a high school head coach. That's, that's pre- awesome. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> that's yeah. a lot of lot of games. Yes, it is. All right, let's jump into 5A. Last week uh, our top five was Parkview at one, Marion at two, Sylvan Hills at three, Russellville at four, and Maumel at five. And this week we had a little bit of shuffling. We moved Marion up. As they won three ball games last week, and to move them to nine and zero, uh, they beat Batesville seventy six fifty two, and then they also had a big win at Green County Tech fifty three forty three. So we'll put them at the top spot this week. Uh, Sylvan Hills jumps up one spot to number two, as they're eleven and two on the season. And then we got Parkview at three. You know, Parkview's a, a very talented team. Uh, they did have a a bad loss last week, or I say a bad loss, a tough loss to Little Rock Christian. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Or did, no. No, they, no beat, they, they beat Christian. They beat it Christian. was uh, – I'm going to look it up because yep. uh, I forgot to write that down. Yep. It drops them to 8-2 and two on yeah. the season. Uh, we got Maumel coming in at number four, moving up a spot from five from the previous week. Maumel's loaded with talent. They're 10-2 and two on the season. Um, beat a close uh, – a good good win last week against a really good Jacksonville team and 59-56 win. And uh, supposed to play Sylvan Hills, but it got canceled on Friday. And then at 5A, we got Russellville at 10-3. And, and then 5B, we've got Jonesboro coming in at 8-3 and three on the season. Yeah, I, so, I, so I meant to put that Parkview game. Uh, because So what it was is, is the info that I had was updated. It wasn't, it wasn't a game from this last this week. Oh, I got you. Yeah, but Maumel actually beat them okay. on the 8th. Gotcha. I didn't know that. Yeah. And that's a game you would think we would know, but sure. somehow that slipped through. So, Maumel beat them by 5. Uh, so, of course, obviously, they'll stay in the top 5 because Maumel's up right. there. But uh, Marion's, you know, 8-0 or 9-0 yeah. rolling. Yeah. Okay, so 4A. Yep. <laughs> this team right here is good. <laughs> Magnolia. Some, some people got them ranked top team in the state. Yeah, all I saw that. All classification. Yeah. Well, they've won forty three in a row now. Man, that's impressive. You know they they had three games last week. They beat Monticello, two undefeated teams, both eight and zero. Uh, beat them at Monticello by twenty. Uh, then the next day they played Warren, beat them by thirty three. Uh, and then hey, Friday they played Star City, and Star City is a good basketball team. I will not be shocked if by the end of the year we don't see Star City climb their way up here. Right. Uh, so that's three big wins for Magnolia to make them twelve and zero, keep them in that number one spot. Uh, Mills, they were number two, had a good week. They'll stay at two at nine and two. Uh, Monticello, uh, they uh, they lost to Magnolia, then they turned around and lost by twenty to Camden Fairview. Oh wow! So that that got them out of the top five. Still a good basketball team. Um, Morton handled business this last week, uh, beat Pottsville and Subiaco. So, they're, they'll stay at four at seven and four. Uh, Darnell, they moved up. So, Darnell was 12 and one. Uh, they uh, beat Mount Judah 51 to nine. Ooh. But then they turned around, they beat Ozark by 10. Ozark's 10, the team that beat, that upset Moulton last week. So, Darnell at 14 and one is leading that conference. And I moved them up to number three. I'll tell you what, looking at their scores, they must play some really good defense there. They do. Yeah. They do. So, so they've actually found their way from five to three. Uh, Ozark, you know, didn't play. Uh, so they uh, they just kind of stayed at five there, and it brought Blyfel up because uh, 
they kind of been sleeping on us. I hadn't seen much from them, but they're fifteen and two. They're leading that conference over there in the East. Yeah. So uh, put them at five. You know, five B. Yeah. Give right. them a little notoriety. See how they do. Man, I tell you, just uh, props to Magnolia, man. Forty three game winning streak. It's impressive. I don't care what level you're playing or what sport you're playing. You win forty three in a row. It's impressive. It is impressive. It's very impressive. All right, that'll bring us into three A basketball. And last week. Our top five, we had Dumas at one, Waldron at two, Manila at three, Mayflower at four, and Lamar at five. This week's our top five. Uh, Dumas stays at number one, uh, won both their ball games last week to move to nine and one. We moved Mayflower up uh, from four to two this week. They're ten and one on the season. Uh, Mayflower had a good win last week against Atkins, 49-37. We got Lamar moving up two spots from five to three. Lamar uh, win both their games last week. A bit of Good Perryville team, 53-47. So they're 9-2 on the season. We got Waldron coming in the top five this week at 13-5 record. And then Osceola rounding out our top five at 8-2 on the season. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we had Manila in there. Right. And uh, they lost lost to Osceola. And Osceola, we really hadn't given a lot of look at them. But they've moved. They're eight and two. Yep. They're leading that conference over there. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna tell you something. But you you mentioned that Perryville B team being being pretty good. Yeah, that was one of the things. I think it was Blyfell, uh when I was looking at some of their stats because we hadn't really talked about it much this year. And, and uh, but I went and looked at the record. I think one of their two losses is to Perryville. Is that right? Yeah. Man, I tell you, Perryville is a team that we used to play at Greenbrier back when I was in school and. Man, they were always scrappy. Yeah, I mean, they, it's just one. Of, they're one of those teams that are, they'll get after you every yeah. time you play them. So. And, and that's the way they learn football, right? Yeah. Uh, so two A Caddo Hills, boy, down there the Indians and Caddo Hills are playing basketball. They've rolling. had they had a good season. Uh, they thump Mountain Pine, thump Foreman. Uh, they're they're nineteen and two now in the season. They're going to stay at number one. Junction City. Uh, it's hard to get much. It's hard to get much info on on. On Junction City, they did beat Parker's Chapel seventy to seventeen. Mm. Uh, won a close one with Lafayette County, but they stayed undefeated to go seven. They're seven and zero. We'll keep them at number two. Akron's going to drop out. They uh, they were number three, but they uh, they lost to Mountainburg by uh, you know pretty good margin there. I think it was twenty one. Uh, so we we dropped them off. Lavaca they lost to Akron, so we dropped them out. Uh, Lee, who was only three and one. We just we put them up there because their their wins were so impressive. Well, they had a good week. They thumped Desark seventy two to eighteen. So we moved Lee to three. They're five and one. Derek's jumped up in the top five. Uh, they they've played some good ball there in that same conference with Caddo Hills, mm-hmm. uh, Tuckerman. They uh, they they were right there on the crisp there at number five B. I guess you'd say. Uh, but with Mountainburg beating Akron and having a good record already and leading that conference, 13-3, we moved them up there. And I went ahead and put uh, added flipping because they're leading that conference up there, and they're 17-4. and four. Yeah. Uh, I just – with that bunch up there, they don't play the schools down here that we know about. Sure. So we just don't ever know how yeah. they compete. And traditionally, flipping's always got good basketball up there. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, let's jump into 1A. Last week, our top five in 1A basketball for the boys was Viola. They were 16-2. and two. They were number one last week. Nevada County, 7-3. and three. They were number two. Bradley at three. Westside at four. And then we had Izzard County and the new school coming in at 5A and 5B. This week, we kept uh, Viola at number one. 
And uh, I guess we updated their their, yeah. sch- their schedule because yeah. Yeah. they've won a few more ball <laughs> yeah. games. They went from 16 to 22, yeah. <laughs> They're 22 and 2 on the season. But last week they had a huge win over Concord, 66 to 21, and then another big win over Rural Special, 64 21. So they're rolling. Uh, Nevada, we're keeping them at two. They're 11 and 3 on the season. Uh, beat Hermitage 66 15. And my goodness, they beat Taylor 72 to 5. I was talking to Tanner about that today. They beat two teams. They gave up 20 points in the week. Mm. Yeah. And they scored, you know, 152, 158. Man, that's insane. <laughs> they won 158 to 20 last that's week. That's insane. Well, you think about it. And, uh, I, just, I, I don't know how a high school basketball team only scores five points in a ball, ball game. But anyway, we'll move on. Brad, we kept Bradley at three this week. Um, they're 11 and one on the season. A big win over Hermitage last week, 65 16. Greer's Ferry Westside, we're keeping them at four, just like they were last week, uh, 15 and four on the season. And then we got Izzard County at 5A still, and then Kirby moving up into the top five at 5B, 10 and four on the yeah. season. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed this in this week, Bradley and Nevada play. Okay. Yeah, that'd so be a good one. our top five there, take the bottom ones away, uh, take that Kirby away or, mm-hmm. or, or the new school, it's two conferences. Yeah, right. And it's the top three in both conferences. And I'm telling you, I, I really think that they're That's just the best teams sure. in the state. Yeah. I, you know, you look at how Nevada beat those teams – that you look in Herman and 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 Bradley beat Herman at sixty five to sixteen. I'm real interested to see how that game goes tomorrow night. Yeah, that'd be a good one. And you look at the new school, a team that was twenty three and two. Mm-hmm. They got beat by County Line in their conference, so they're going to be twenty five and three, I think, and they're not going to be in the top five. Yeah, they just there's just some good teams out there. Right. Well, it'll all shake itself out. It come, will. It come, will come playoff time. I'm I'm excited about the one uh, A playoffs. Yeah. Sure. All right, now we're going to do something a little bit different than we did last week. We're just going to kind of breeze through some of the um, highlights from last week's games and some of the kids that had outstanding performances. Uh, we'll start with Brian Jones from Blyville. Uh, fouled shooting a three with one second left against Brooklyn Monday and uh, made the second and third free throw to give Blyville the 50-49 to 49 win. Yeah. You're talking about pressure. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, I've seen that happen two or three times. Uh, I saw the queen – a guy that I ended up working with after college, I uh, got to be friends with him. I didn't know it was him at the time, but when I was in high school, a kid from DeQueen got fouled. Uh, they were down by two. Yeah. And he made all three. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Funny story. I got fouled shooting a three. I believe it was against Siloam at, yeah. at home my senior year. And Jeremy Davis was so mad at me because I, I <laughs> shot it. <laughs> you didn't pass it I to him. I didn't pass it to him. He was so mad at me. And I ended up missing my first free throw, but I made the second and third to win the ball game, and he he forgave me. After That's that. awesome. That's <laughs> a, I was going to ask you if you'd ever been in that situation. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Morton, you know, we, we think uh, when we think of Morton, we think of that uh, opinion kid, yeah. but uh, Brock Hendricks hit the hit the one thousand point the uh, milestone. Wow! In his career with nineteen over uh, Subiaco. That's pretty impressive. Then over at Osceola, Mr. Chris Littleton had a great ball game, had 21 points, had six threes and a 68-56 win over Manila. Uh, had helped them break into our top five and three A's. So. It's impressive a kid hit shoots like that. I guarantee That same game, uh, Daylon Love had a double-double, 16 points and 12 rebounds. Nice. And that's a team that was in the top five, Yeah, the Manila team. So Jonesboro, Keelan McBride, 19 points and a 71-52 win over West Memphis. Great ball game. Uh, 
And this is the one I was excited about. You know, we talked about Central mm-hmm. getting that three-point win over uh, Bryant. Right. Bryson Warren, 37 points. Wow. Against uh, Cabot, 79-59. And then the same week, 26 points in that win over Bryant. It's a heck of a week. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't lying. He scored 60 points last week. That's awesome. Austin Myers from Valonia. Mr. Myers is also their starting quarterback and went out, um, I think, with two or three games left in the season with a thumb injury, had to end up having surgery. So he's only been back playing basketball, I think, for a week and a half. Yeah, not much. Uh, Had 22 points and a win, uh, 52-49 win over Greenwood. So congratulations to Mr. Austin. That's a game there you kind of expect them to win pretty big. Sure. Um, Lane Taylor uh, from Farmington, freshman, right? This kid's a freshman. 25 points Friday night against Huntsville, then 34 the next day against Berryville. Wow. Kid's a freshman. Kid's balling. (laughs) Nice. All right. And Doss McDaniel from Ridgefield Christian, seven of his nine threes came in the third quarter as he scored 35 against Hillcrest. Breaks the state record for threes in a quarter. Yeah, it was – I saw it the other day, that record. It was like Hackett or somebody. That's threading it, son. Yeah. <laughs> Seven and a quarter? Yes, sir. That's threading it. What's funny is is um, I think that was the only threes he hit. Is that right? I think he was seven for nine, and seven of them were in the th- – I, I may not be exactly right, but I kind of think it is. Man, I tell you, when when it only it doesn't happen very often, but when that thing looks like a hula hoop, <laughs> it's fun. That's what I want to happen when I'm playing golf, <laughs> and it never does. It always looks like a pinhole. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's go into girls. You want me to start with 6A? Yeah, take it on. All right, so 6A, girls' side. We had Last week we had Northside at number one, Conway at two, Bentonville three, North Little Rock four, and then Central at five. This week we kept Northside, uh, Miss Jersey Wolfenbarger uh, leading that uh, Northside Wolfpack lady uh, team. They had two big wins last week, Mount St. Mary 74-20, and then beat Conway which we feel like Conway's probably the second best yeah, team. Yeah, I think we still feel that way, we, don't we? Yeah, we do. Heck of a ball game. I we, wish we could have went to that. I know. 65-62, so it had to have been a great ball game. Oh, yeah. We still kept Conway at two. Uh, they're 11-3 and three on the season. They beat uh, Cabot last week and then and took the, the loss to Northside. Bentonville, we still got at number three. They're 9-2 and two on the season, won both their games last week. Rogers coming in at number four at 11-4 and four on the season. And then North Little Rock dropping one spot to fifth. You know, that, that uh, Bentonville team, they're kind of shadowed by Northside and, and, sure. and Central, or, I mean, and uh, Conway, Conway, but they just keep winning. Yep. Uh, 5A, no shocker here. Man, I'll tell you before you get into 5A, yeah. this 5A playoff is going oh, to be a lot of fun for, on the girls' side. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just in, in, the, in the Central. I'm sorry, the West. The West. Yeah. Yeah. And then you throw the Central in there, and then you got Batesville over there right. the East. Yeah. That girl at Batesville is next level. Yeah. So, Christian, 10-1, and one, we had him at number one. Uh, two big wins. You know, they put it on Sylvan and turn around and put it on Parkview, both of them on the road to stay uh, not undefeated. They, they're, they, I think they lost to Northside maybe. Uh, but they're 12-1 and one, uh, to remain number one. Uh, they've got some big games this week, though, with Mom and Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Batesville, twelve and zero. This is a team here that wouldn't shock me to see them at the top at the very end of the season. Uh, beat uh, Marion by thirty-one. 
and then beat uh, turn around and beat a good Nettleton team uh, Friday. So they'll stay at number two at fourteen and zero. Valonia. So Valonia, we had them at three, but of course we knew they were going to be playing Greenwood this week. Right. Uh, they handled business at Mountain Home, went to Greenwood, got beat by nineteen. Not a big shocker. No, that, that Greenwood team's just good. They're they're good and they're so deep. I mean, they 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 bring five girls off the bench. They're just as good as their five That's right. starters. That's right. So that didn't hurt Valonia really in the rankings, other than because Greenwood took over as the conference right. leader. Yeah. We also flipped them and put Greenwood up ahead of Valonia at three. Uh, they're eleven and three. Uh, beat Nashville eighty-five to forty. The thing is that that Nashville team's one of the best in four A, mm. and they beat them eighty-five to forty. Then turn around, of course, beat Valonia. So they're uh, they're three Valonia four. Uh, Lake Hamilton uh, took care of business. They only played one game, beat Lakeside, so they'll stay at five. Moved Jonesboro into the talk. They're the 5B team, uh, also 11-3. and three. Uh, Good team, though, that we're going to keep our eye on. Absolutely. Yeah, that'll be a fun playoff. I, you know, you look at – you got Little Rock Christian and uh, Valonia and Greenwood all in the same conference. So, <laughs> you got three I teams. I forgot that Christian was in the conference. Yeah. I, when I said Central a while ago, I was thinking – Yeah. No, so you really the east and the west. Yeah, I mean you got Lake Hamilton in the south, but it's really the tail of the west plus Batesville. It's going to be fun. It is. All right, in four A we go. Last week we had Shallow Christian one, Harrison two, Morlton at three, Mina at four, and P Ridge rounding out our top five last week. This week we continue to keep Shallow Christian, uh, the Lady Saints at number one, twelve and two on the season. Harrison won their only ball game last week, beat Berryville 68-46, to moves them to 10-0 and in the season. We keep them at two. Morlton drops a spot from three to four. Uh, last week, they uh, it looks like they won last week against Pottsville 56-47. They're 8-3 and on the season. But Mina had a strong week last week. They're 10-1 and on the season, so we moved them ahead of Morlton there. And then rounding out our top five, we got P. Ridge at 14-3. and yeah, boy, that's a tough that's a tough one that four A because, you know, Ozark's good, Star City's real good. Right. I, w- I I wouldn't be shocked to see Star City end up there, and as well as Nashville, uh, you know, Mina goes and, and they and they lose a game, but it's to a good Idabel Oklahoma team, right? And it's a close loss, so you know, it's one of those deals. That, you know, Shallow goes a week without playing, yeah, and. I mean, Harrison might be the best team in the state. They may be. You know, it's impressive. You look at that uh, that P Ridge team that beat they beat Farmington, a really good Farmington team, fifty eight fifty seven. So that was a heck of a ball. It game. was. Yeah, it was. Three uh, A Bergman. That's the name that we keep hearing. It seems like every week. Yeah, that's uh, impressive, impressive yeah. uh, record. Twenty one and one did not play last week. At least if they did, we did not. We could not find the uh, the score update. Dover, we had Dover at number two, but Dover took one on the chin over at uh, – or they were at home, but they played Atkins, and uh, Atkins beat them by two. Yeah. So, uh, Rival- Atkins a good basketball team. They are, and that's a rivalry game there. Yeah, it is. That's right. That's right. Old B. Sims told us a little bit about that one. <laughs> yeah. uh, two Rivers, they, they they turned it back on, though, and went to Two Rivers right. and beat them 65-13. to 13. So, Dover's going to stay in the top five. We moved them down, but uh, Ashdown, who was number three, they uh, – handled two teams at Hargamy Grove. They beat them 55-24 and then turned around and beat Falk 62-28. So, they'll they'll move to the number two with a 13-1 uh, record. 
Uh, Costot River, they lost uh, to Danville. It was a conference loss. Uh, still got a great record. They're 12-1. and one. They're going to fall out of the top five. Uh, and then Valley Springs had a good week. Uh, you know, beat Elkins by 20, turned around, beat West Fork the next – or two days later by uh, 15. And then uh, the next day beat uh, Green Force by 30. Uh so they stayed in the top five. So the the new top five is Bergman, Ashdown, and then we put C brought C A C up. Okay. They haven't played much this year, right. but they had a good good showing last week. They're eight and oh. Uh, got them at third, going to have Valley Springs at four, and we're going to keep Dover in the top f- five with their 13-1 record. All right, I like it. All right, into 2A we go. Last week in 2A, the ladies, we had number one, we had Melbourne at one, Tuckerman at two, Fordyce at three, Desarc at four, and Mansfield at five. This week, uh, the Melbourne, I guess the Lady Bearcats, will stay at number one at 11-0. and 0. Um they won't won their only ball game last week over Tuckerman, forty five to thirty four, and uh, the good Tuckerman team as we've got them ranked number two at sixteen and two on the season. So uh, that was a good ball game, but an impressive win by Melbourne. At number three, we keep Fordyce at ten and zero. They did not play last week. Uh, Desarc, we got them at nine and zero on the season, and we got them coming in at four. And then Mansfield at thirteen and three won both their ball games last week. Beat Mountainburg fifty five to fifty. And West Side fifty nine to twenty three. So that five, that top five, did not change. Did not. And uh, you know, Melbourne beat Tuckerman. I think they play again this week. Is that right? I think they play maybe Friday this week. Okay. Uh, go down to one A, and uh, a, a name that we've heard uh, in our boys as well is Viola. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, they just got a good program down there. They're seventeen and two last week. Moved to eighteen and three. Lost one. I, I can't figure this out. So they lost a Royal Special, fifty three fifty. But you just, if you go back and look at their their wins, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't justify moving them. Gotcha. Uh, and, you know, and it's basketball. Sure, you're gonna have bad. You're nights. gonna have bad nights. That's right. Uh, so they're gonna stay at number one at eighteen and three. Uh, Mount Vernon and Nola, they're having a great season. They were fourteen and two. They beat Sacred Heart, uh, fifteen and two. Uh, number three, Emerson. Uh, they lost to Kirby uh, on Friday by seven, uh, which got Kirby. Uh, basically, we flip flopped them because Kirby was four, so now Kirby's three, Emerson's four. Gotcha. Uh, then uh, we had Westside at five. Uh, they had a great week. Uh, beat a good Norfolk team. That team right there is is just up there with with that Viola Westside. Um, Rural special, you know, all those schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to keep them at, at five. Uh, and then uh, a couple of teams that uh, kind of uh, impressed that, that ha- had not played much right. are just now starting to come on. It's Clarendon. They're six and oh. Okay. And then Brinkley's eight and one. So they're, we're going to, I felt like we should put them in there just to kind of. Keep an eye on sure. them. Sure, uh, not a lot of not a lot of info on those teams. Clarendon, they play the twenty second. Brinkley doesn't show any games this week on their schedule. Is that right? Yeah, that's wild. You look at Viola that's played twenty one ball games, and Clarendon's only played six. Right. Hopes three and zero. Is that right? They're boys. Goodness, they're gracious. having a great. I mean, like they've won big games. Sure, but it's hard to put them anywhere because they hadn't played. That's right. But yeah, they're three and zero. Wow. All right, so some uh, some outstanding performances on the ladies' side from last week. Uh, you want to start us off here, John? Yeah, Ariana Hardaway. What a unique way to spell a name, right? Yeah, right. E R 
E A U N A, but it, but it makes sense, yeah. Ariana. <laughs> uh, if I'm saying it right, <laughs> but it looks like Ariana. Uh, she's from Jonesboro. She hit six free throws in the final minute to hold off West Memphis fifty three to forty seven. Foul somebody else, right? <laughs> right. They don't have to have the ball to foul them. That's right. She scored sixteen points in that game and get a big win against their rival. Uh, that's a conference rival right there. Nice. All right, so you go over to Marmaduke. Miss Chancey Henry was five for five from three in the first half over Riverside, had 24 points. On Monday, she recorded a double-double with 11 points and 11 rebounds against uh, East Poinsett County. So, great week for Miss Henry. Yes, it was. Now, this is the one that uh, – well, I say that. There's no one at the end, too, that's pretty special. <laughs> but this Izzy Higginbosom from Batesville. I, I want to watch her play. She's a hooper. Man, she scored 37. Man. Signed, she signed with Missouri. Right. She scored 37 of the 51 points that Batesville scored in their 51-43 win over Nettleton. That's impressive. You wonder, and I don't know the whole story of, of why she's going to Mizzou. I'm sure it's a great reason, but I wonder if Arkansas is on her at all. I don't know. I haven't heard about her yeah. being in the radar. You right. know, they were big on, on, on Wolfenbarger. Right. But never heard much about yeah. her. But she obviously can play. All right, so then you jump down to uh, Kayla Coons for Harbor. Last week scored 31 points and a win over Bentonville West, so heck of a ball game yeah. for her. Little Rock Christian's winner, Rogers, she scored 35. She's impressive. She is good. You remember her from last I year? I do remember her from last year. She's fun to watch. She's pretty pretty tall, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. Uh, will we see her this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Okay, so uh, she scored 35 in a blowout over Parkview. That's impressive. Yeah. Miss Ali Saki from Greenwood scored 20 points and a win over Valonia. Uh, that moved them into first place in the 5A West. And like we've talked about that Greenwood girls bunch, not only this year, but the last few years have, have been very, very good. Oh, yeah. They're fantastic. Uh, Jersey Wolfenbarger, this is the last one we've got on, on the list here. Northside, great. Arkansas signee. Big girl. She's like 6'3", I think. Yeah. Uh, she scored 17 points, 11 rebounds, and three block shots for them to win that big game against uh, Conway in Conway. Yeah, that's 65-62. That's a ball game we we need to try to we try to need to try to make the next time around. Yeah, yeah, they'll play again because that's a conference one. So that'll wrap us up for our high school recap from last week and our top fives from this week. So good luck to all the teams playing tomorrow night and Friday night. Uh, just a few highlights that we'll go through. Um, I don't guess we talked about the um, – we've talk, not talked much about the NFL, but uh, I figured since we're down to the semifinals, we might give it a little quick Oh, mention. yeah, especially since my boys yeah. are rolling. <laughs> so, in the AFC, we got the Bills playing good football right now, going to Kansas City, who might or might not have Mr. Mahomes come Sunday. I'll be honest with you, I don't know that it matters. Really? That's a pretty bold statement, John. I'm gonna tell you right now, I I I would put I would pick Buffalo to beat them. Really, I would even with Mahomes. Yeah, okay. I, I, the, Mahomes is I'll, I'll have no problem saying probably the best quarterback in the NFL or one of the top five. Yeah, he's the best player. Yeah. Let me say that he's the best player in the NFL. I think Aaron Rodgers right now is playing out of his mind. He is at 37 years old, no doubt. Uh, but. Telling you that Bills team is good They're and good. Kansas City is not really impressed. You know, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago, how yeah. how they just haven't played well up right, to this point. Right. And was it was it that they weren't really challenged because it was the regular season and they were just kind of 
ho-hum going through, you know, the schedule. But now it's playoff time. You kind of expect them to turn it on, and they really haven't. No, they haven't. You know, they got up big over on, on Cleveland, and then, like, it was like 22-3, to three, and mm-hmm. then they won like 22-17. That's right. Uh, and then, of course, now you got Mahomes out. I mean, if he's got a concussion, you know. How did he get a concussion? He, it was just a hard hit. Did you see it? Though? No, I didn't see it. But he didn't. It, it didn't look like he got his head hit. Right. I don't. I, that's what we were talking about today at lunch. I don't know how he got a concussion from that. Yeah. But of course, those guys are hitting so hard. They are. You can hit your toe and make your head hurt. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so that'll be a good one. Um, Tampa Bay, Mister Tom Brady keeps keeps getting it done. <sighs> Man, it. You know, I watched that game yesterday, and to see those two legendary quarterbacks go at it, and neither one of them played well. No, but you know, I Clint, just I hated to see Breeze go out. That, like that that was me. Yeah. Okay, so so we were on our way back from from a, a trip out of town, and I, I and I begged my wife to drive, and she was she obliged. <laughs> so I watched the game on my phone. Well, Clint's in the back, and he's like, "What's the score? What's the score?" He's he sees I'm watching it. Anyway, he's like, "Oh, sweet." I said, "Well, who are you pulling for?" Well, Tampa Bay. They got Brady. Oh, okay. Because I was kind of. A little bit pulling for the Saints. Sure. I like Breeze. Yeah. Uh, and so then I kind of started thinking, well, I really don't care who wins, but I just hated to see yeah. him go out with interceptions. And, and, I mean, he hasn't said he's going to retire, but all signs point yeah. that this that was his last game. And it's one of those deals where you, you want the good guys to go out on top. That's right. And he's done it the right way. And, man, I just – I wish they would have both thrown for 405 right. touchdowns. But right. it just didn't work out that way. So. Is Tom Brady ever going to not be the good guy? Man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So, this game this weekend. It's going to be a good one. Okay. So, I feel good about one thing. Okay. It's going to be 24 degrees and snowing. <laughs> That's definitely different than what it's going to feel like in Tampa Bay. That's right. Now, they've played this year. and They beat Green Bay. At Green Bay, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only thing is the defense was a lot different then than it is now sure. at Green Bay. Uh, but he's hard to beat. Man, he is. He's just so seasoned. And, he, he, you know, the thing about his game yesterday, even though he didn't line up the, the statistical board, he, he didn't turn the ball. That's up. it. And so if he takes care of the football and just manages the game, they've got a good enough defense and they've got a good enough run game. They ran the ball like crazy. That they're going to be tough. They're going to be real tough. I, 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 this is I don't feel good about this one, and yeah. I'm a big Packers fan. Um, I think that whoever wins this game is going to really have their hands full in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, Rogers is playing crazy. He's playing out of his mind, and the defense is really playing well. Yeah. Um, it's fun to watch them. Yeah. All right, I got you a little talking point here. Okay. Urban Meyer took him a NFL job going to Jacksonville Jaguar with the number one pick in the draft. What do you think? So, I saw that Tim Tebow posted, had a Facebook post, and he was like, hey, coach, congratulations. Uh, got a place you can stay down here for a while if you need to. Yeah. Praying for you, you know. And I'm like, talk about two guys cut from complete different cloths. <laughs> No doubt. I'm just like, don't be nice to him. <laughs> I know you're Tim Tebow. You're nice to everybody. Yeah, that's right. But, God, I think he'll pro- – I mean, well, here's the deal. He's going to a great situation. He is. That team's loaded. Yeah. They got a lot of talent. And so They're fixing to have a quarterback, too. You think he takes Fields? Does he take Lawrence? Who's oh, I think he takes Lawrence. He I, I mean, I think Lawrence just – he's built for that pro quarterback position. Oh, I, I think he'll end up being a better quarterback than Fields, but, you know – 
the the relationship with Myers. And oh, Fields. you know, I didn't think about that yeah. till you said that. I did. I, well, I think I don't know that it's going to be up to him yeah, for true. one. Yeah. Uh, and then, but I think that if I mean, if you're if you have a pro style offense, and you're uh, you're wanting somebody to come command it, yeah, be hard to pick against Trevor Lawrence. I agree. All right, what about this one, Sarkeesian going to Texas? I hate it for him. We talked a little bit about this, yeah. but we hadn't really expanded on it much. So. so, can I get a little personal on this? Sure. Okay. I don't want this to offend anybody, but I really care. I like him. I think he's a good a good guy. I think he's got some demons he's had to battle over the years sure. with alcoholism. Yeah. He really struggled with it. Mm-hmm. And he's in a situation right now in Alabama where he has structure. He has a accountability. accountability. That's right. He's fixing to go take maybe the most stressful job in college football as the head guy, so nobody's over him to tell him, do this, don't. It's just it's scary to me for him. Sure. I mean, I agree with you, but hopefully hopefully he's he's moved past that. I hope so. Hopefully he's got some, some people in his corner to hold him accountable. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm really anxious to see how he does at Texas because let me tell you something. He's going to have the talent. Yeah, and and I'm gonna tell you, I've I don't think I've ever seen a performance like he did in the Alabama. He called a ma- masterful, masterful. He ball did. Game. He got those receivers open. And it's the debate. Well, Alabama's got the best best athletes of anybody in the country, and I agree with that. But let me tell you something. Even as good as Devontae Smith is. It wasn't like he was running just precise, crisp routes, no. making outstanding catches. He was running wide open. Open. And it's because he was – it was like he was on the playground digging – like using his finger in the sure. sand. I mean, literally, he was making moves like running towards the quarterback, then going out, then across field. It's stuff that you literally make up in the huddle, and this is stuff that Sark has – Yeah. Instilled and said, "Hey, this is how we're going to get you yeah, open. We're going to move you around, yeah. get you in motion to see who's covering you, miss, right. get you mismatches, and it worked." Yeah, I mean, they had a linebacker covering him on a deep route. Yeah, you, don't you know that linebacker was going? Oh my gosh, <sighs> that's a good player can, too. Can, can we call Tom? Hanks? Yeah, I think his name's Moreland or something <laughs> like that. He's a good player, but he's like, I mean, they talk about no chance at all. No. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see how Sarkeesian does down there. I think he's going to be successful. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I think it might be a rough little go. Sure. And then uh, this is breaking news as far as uh, something that happened just today. So Jeremy Pruitt fired. He's out at Tennessee uh, citing some uh, level one recruiting violations. So he's fired with calls, does not get his buyout. And on top of that, Philip Fulmer's retiring. So, Okay, tell me this. Were they just looking for a reason to fire him? I'm going to say that it didn't hurt that uh, he wasn't as successful as they wanted him to be. Okay. Yeah. Because they obviously didn't want to fire him in pain. Right. Uh, I mean, I, they may still be paying Butch Jones. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure about uh, that either. But uh, if they were going to fire him just because they want to get rid of him, he'd been gone already. Yeah. But now they're saying they don't have to pay him, and this is going to go to court. Oh, yeah, no yeah. doubt. So, interested to see what the violations are, and I know what your next question is going to be. Yeah, so this is uh, this is something I heard on the radio that I thought was really interesting. They were interviewing someone from Tennessee connected to the program, and they were just asking him, you know, what direction does Tennessee go now? And, you know, you they just hired Kevin Steele to be the defensive coordinator yeah. over there that came from Auburn. Who was going to be the Auburn head coach for a little while. Right, and, and he was second uh, for the head coaching job behind Jeremy Pruitt when they hired Pruitt. Yeah. So well also one other thing to add real quick. 
there was a lot of speculation that he was behind getting Gus fired. Oh, really? Yes. It was like a former top deal when former got hired. I didn't know that. Yeah, like he was in people's ear and, yeah. So that'll make it really interesting. It will. If they go after Gus Gus, <laughs> Gus, Gustav Malzahn. The Gus bus arriving in Knoxville. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. So, two things. Number one, he just got paid $11 million to go sit at the house mm-hmm. and is going to get another 11 yeah, throughout. over the over. next five years, whatever. Sure. Uh, do you want to go into a down program with – a lot of baggage, so it sounds like. A lot of sanctions coming. Now, like. now some people have have done well with that. Um, you know, Lane's over there mm-hmm. picking up a team that right. went through that. Because yeah. um, it's a story program. I mean, the, yeah. the tradition's there. That's, what I, that's where I was going next. For a guy like him, I mean, he doesn't want to go sit at the house. Right. I mean, me. I'd be I'd be seeing how many golf courses I could be membership with a million dollars. Right, sure. You know, with him though, I mean, he wants to go coach, yeah. and I mean, when else will he have an opportunity like that? That's right. You just don't know. That's right. And I mean, that's a big job. That's that's still a big hire. Sure, absolutely. All right, and then uh, the last little one I've got here to uh, go over. We got UCA. Uh, our Bears here in Conway. They're moving out of the Southland Conference into the Atlantic Sun Conference. So. I think that was spurred on by the four teams from Texas mm. moving out. And, right. And, and, and which of the MAC? MAC or the WAC? WAC, yeah. WAC, 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 yeah, yeah. So so this is still 1AA, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, They better get ready because <laughs> there's some teams over there, including the Hugh Freeze Liberty team. Oh, yeah, they're in that conference? They're in that conference. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, they sure are. So it's going to be interesting, and they're going to be doing some traveling. Yeah. Yeah. From for real traveling. Right. So good luck to the Bears moving forward. You got anything else? Man, I don't. Great show. I, things really, man, we had a lot of good stuff to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really had fun. Yep. It's good. All right, guys, that's going to wrap us up today for our 14th podcast. Yeah. Seems like we started yesterday. Number two without Stuttgart Carl. That's right. He's a bum. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like basketball. He's <laughs> sitting in a corner sucking his thumb somewhere. <laughs> We miss you, Carl. We do, Carl. We love you. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to us, and uh, we'll check you all next week. We'll see you. You've been listening to Between the Mats, your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox. Produced by Carl Spears. And special thanks to our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats. <laughs>